Hi, and welcome to Happiness Through Hardship, the podcast, where we share positive stories and suggestions about finding hope, resources, and connections to help us all get through hard times. I'm Karen Sullivan, a mom, an author, and a stage four cancer patient who's always looking around me for inspiration. I believe in surrounding myself with people and experiences that make me smile. And that's what I'm hoping to do for you today. So grab your favorite drink, get cozy, and let's get started. I am so excited to introduce you to world-renowned green beauty expert, celebrity hairstylist, and founder of Yarok Hair Care, Mordecai Alvo. Having originally started as a hairstylist for A-list clients such as Naomi Watts, Catherine Zeta-Jones, Alexander McQueen, Venus and Serena Williams, as well as Mariah Carey, and that's just naming a few. He has come far since opening his first salon and directing an all-natural one in the luxurious Equinox Fitness Club in Manhattan. Mordecai now strives to create nourishing hair products from natural ingredients to further preserve and protect our planet and the people that live here. Now, through his brand, Yoroke, not only does his non-toxic, nature-driven formulas ensure no negative hair or skin reactions, but they've also been handpicked for their medicinal and sensory benefits. I met him years ago at a wellness expo, and I am thrilled to reconnect. Welcome. I'm so happy that you're here. Karen, I'm so excited to meet again. What a surprise. And what perfect timing in days is such. So happy to see you. And you look exactly the same. And I hope I do too. You do. And it's, <laughs> it's funny. So listeners out there, I think we met, we probably about 10 years ago at the Javits Center. And I was just drawn to, obviously, you know, there's a marketing vehicle there and like the beautiful setup. And Mordecai played with my hair. And we spent a long time talking about maybe some of which we'll talk about today. But hair is so important to people. And obviously with this, this podcast, Happiness Through Hardship, there are a plethora of topics that we cover because, hey, listen, life is hard. And we can laugh and joke about, you know, I've had way too many bad hair days. That can be hardship for people. And then like across the board, there's so many stages of it. Like clearly with cancer, I've lost my hair or I've done cold capping to maintain my hair. But plenty of other people have had issues with whether it might be a thyroid issue. issue. Maybe they're getting older as we age, our hair changes. And by the way, there's so many allergens out there. Maybe it's not your hair, it's your body, but you're using products in your hair that's creating a problem. So I thought that this would be a fun, uh, semi-lighthearted conversation about hair, about hair care, and who better than Mordecai to start out with this conversation. So again, I'm thrilled that you're here. Thank you. Thank you, Karen. Uh, wow. What an introduction, first of all. And and uh, thank you for that. And, you know, you forget, you go uh, along the way, you run and you go to the next thing. And, um, but the main, you know, it's, I'm going to keep it very light, but, um, you know, hair seems to be very kind of like, how come people care so much for hair? And, you know, through, I, um, I think I went through a life uh, changes, um, you know, a few years back 
And a big part of it was what, what am I doing here? What am I came to this universe to do? What is my, my, um, what is my part? My, you know, how can I tribute? It does. It, it didn't seem like, you know, that we just come and we, and we live and we party and we go. And so uh, I started studying Kabbalah and, um, uh, which is, you know, the blueprint of our, uh, of how can we live uh, life to the fullest with understanding that what is the position we are here for and how we contribute to other people. Kabbalah means, uh, in Hebrew, it means receiving, which is really weird because most, all of the studies that we we did is about giving. <laughs> it's not even about receiving, right? So the idea is that you all your actions throughout your life should be giving to other people and regardless with wanting anything back. But back to hair, big part of, of uh, studies about hair was that our hair is our antennas to draw energy to ourselves which I thought was fascinating. And, you know, it goes back to Samson and, right? I mean. Well, all right, let's let's dig deeper there. You're right. I never thought of them as like little receivers. Uh, I think the older I get, I start to, when you're talking about receiving, I've always been in my corporate life, go, 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 give, give, do, do, do. And the older I get, and maybe the more I started to tap into wellness, was receiving is also giving yourself the time to just be so you could take in. And then from there, you figure out how you can create, how you can do something aligned with yourself. But, you know, as you're saying, I think, you know, Samson had the beautiful, great, long hair, like, you know, way back in the, you know, biblical times. Right. And, and uh, which is, you know, metaphorically speaking, right? But um, think about it. We are so concerned with, you know, with what's on our head, and and there is a reason for it. So, so uh, a few, you know, I'll take you back a little bit to you know my childhood, and it was uh, a lot of it was about finding ways to heal yourself from what you have around you, the surroundings, and and um, I come from a Mediterranean family from Turkey, and uh, you know they immigrated to Israel and. Um, my grandma was the first one that I actually saw um, growing some some things in her garden, if it's the mint and the rosemary and and uh, and and making all those potions to help our bodies. If you if you are you have stomach ache, she would massage oils and and and, and certain you know things that you around the house that you don't even need medication to help you. Um, and and feel better. I don't think that even the, I mean number one was the food, right? Whatever intake we, we whatever food. I don't remember anyone in my family opening a can of anything, so nothing was preserved, and everything was okay. It's seasonal. That's what we have. That's what we're eating, which is so insane because today. <laughs> We, I feel that, you know, I live in the countryside now and we're doing the same thing. We're, you know, stepping away from this, you know, commercialized uh, life. Well, I want watermelon in the winter, I'm gonna get it because it comes from other places. And that's now how 
you know. Well, it's interesting you say your grandmother, because I feel like my grandmother would say to me, it's not that difficult. You just eat what's in season, what's around, what comes from the ground or around you. And, you know, fast forward, especially then when I was in my 20s, all I was doing was rushing, rushing, running around. So I wasn't going to have a garden. I probably didn't live in a place where I could have a garden, in fairness. And I didn't try. So, but we have become so accustomed, especially living in cities when you're on the go, go, go. And even somebody who cared, I cared in my 20s about looking good and, and trying, trying what I thought to be healthy. My solution was, okay, baked lays or diet this, not even realizing, realizing how bad that was, but everything I chose was processed until I wow. didn't. But now, and that, that's, that's what you see, is that you go out to a place that has a little more space and a, a lot more markets and things that are local, and that people are understanding how you just feel better, even if you don't have an ailment. You feel better when you're eating what's around you. Yes, that's, that's brilliant because, like, you know, um, easily we can say, oh, you know, uh, so, so it's one, you know, it's one time. I'm not going to do it all the time. And, and, but easily you fall into that, that space of like, oh, the, everything is ready for me. I can just do it. But the beauty of things is also, you know, cultivating the, the vegetables and going into f- places that you know where they get it, where you, they make, you know, they grow it or grow it in your garden and start caring for your body like that. And, same with um, with our beauty and beauty products. I mean, I so now I'm a father to a toddler, and I'm like, oh my god, if uh, if he would come in the era where I would use toxins, I would use the toxins on him. And how beautiful it is to start the life of a of a new soul without entering into his system all those like harmful things, you know, that um, will grow into, you know, a, a better life, hopefully, and and train him to care for the environment and the surrounding, hopefully for a better universe. Well, and let's go, let's go there for a moment. So why is it so important that we as individuals at whatever age, whether we're starting now in our 30s, 40s, 50s, or clearly when you have a young child to start them out early, why is it so important that we're utilizing products that are less chemicals, more natural? I, mean, I feel like it's a little bit duh, but on the same note, I really, I, I, I think it would behoove us to go there for a moment of, right. of, because I think so many people are like, oh, I love my Aquanet. I've been using it since I was... I've been making fun of myself. I really haven't used Aquanet for years. But I think people get stuck in their ways and it's like, oh, it's just one thing. It doesn't matter. Why does it? Right. So um, um, we, are, we are like humans. We are very funny, right? We, we have, it's really hard to change our behaviors. And, um, and for me, I, I, I think I, the change came um, after I started discovering okay, how can I attribute to, to this world better, right? So I started very organically uh, searching in my, I love to cook and I love ingredients and, 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 and organically I started, I bought lots of books and, and ordered ingredients and I started 
um, understanding what everything does to your body and and, uh, and to the hair mainly, because let's face it, I have a, a glamorous side that I wanted to keep, you know, to my clients, but I wanted to be healthy. So a lot of the time when I would go to a photo shoot or to a, a fashion show and bring all my stuff that A, smells amazing. So, so I'm spraying it in a room full of toxins and all of a sudden it kind of like changes the energy and people are like, start to breathe because aromatherapy has, you know, the other aspect of healing. So it's, it's through your nose and through your breathing. And then you apply it on your head that, you know, our scalp is, is part of our skin, which is our biggest organ. And everything we use enters into our bloodstream. I mean, I'm sure you heard it so many times, but. Well, I have, but not everybody else necessarily have, because I've been studying this for 10 years because I have stage four cancer. And before that, I had cancer before that. So yes, I like, I do know, and I'm very clearly passionate about it, but you know, not everybody realizes it or not everybody wants to hear it because they're in a different place and that's okay. But that's why we continue the conversations. And also I would say, you know, little steps make a huge difference. So, you know, if it's in your beauty products or, or the house cleaning products, uh, the house cleaning products are very important also because, you know, if you're living with children or with, or with adults and, you know, everything, like you smell all the toxins and, and then it goes to our sewage system, which goes to our oceans which polluted, pollutes everything around us. And then it comes back to us because, you know, the waters we, you know, we need to drink water and, and so on. So um, I'm just like fascinated with like, you know, um, how do we make it better for generations to come to not only for ourselves right now, but uh, very, it's, it's really so simple because Everything is available out there. You know, a part of the my my studies, they say, oh, the medicine is already it, it already exists. The illness comes after, which is like brilliant because if if you can like um, um, eliminate uh, diseases, you know, before they come, right, right, through using those products, then um, you do well. Well, and and I do believe. Like- and again, this is my story. My story is different than ever, than we all have a unique story. I don't believe that necessarily any one thing I did caused my cancer. Do I believe it made it grow faster, perhaps? And do I believe that all the changes I've made in the last 10 years have helped me heal, have helped me feel better and arguably look better? Absolutely. And And that's why I am such a strong proponent. Why would I not? try new products that are all natural if I have the opportunity to do so. If I have, you know, a lot of times people think products don't work. Well, that's why you've, you know, you created Yarok because yours do. And you've got a line of different things from, and I, you know, before we got on this, I was showing him all the products I have is that that can help people achieve whatever look it is that they're looking to achieve. So um, I know this might be silly, but it's really kind of fun. I'm curious your take as, you know, we 2024, looking forward to 2025. Like, 
what do you see that's either changing in hair or that, um, you know, I, I just love to talk a little bit about trends or, but don't necessarily, like, I want to hear your thoughts on what's going on in fashion week. But I also know that like, listen, me and none of my friends, we're not going to be out there on the runways at fashion week. What works from fashion week to the day to day? Yeah, but why not? You know, today, I mean, I'm really amazed and, and I'm, I'm so happy to see the changes that we have been going in fashion because for a while it was it was kind of like stagnant and almost like not innovative enough and it was uh, and then the some of the good things about covid i believe that came and pushed people to you know um i think everyone was so vulnerable understanding that you're here today tomorrow you may not be and that created um, which, you know, uh, back to like comfort can kill. Like you need to be in a, in a place that you are uh, not comfortable to be able to take everything to the next level. So for fashion, I see a lot of individualism and I see um, uh, some, some, like I think any age, uh, humans are not afraid to change uh, be edgy bring the un the un uh, um, commercialized and i think it will be the same with hair um i think it's time to um uh, you know I, I it's it blows my mind that people are still doing those relaxers which which is like you know full of toxins and a few people even die and for what? Embrace your curls. And, and I, I, we see that more and more as time goes by, that, that back to your roots, using what you have, but uh, having a voice and being really unique out there. So a lot of short hair, this uh, okay. 2024, wow. short hair, go for it. Uh, a little edgier, uh, bangs. Um, um, I, I, I think this whole extensions and and fakeness and long and is kind of like i mean you can still have some extensions and make it like you know sweet but that provocative uh glamour is kind of like leaving us we are we are adding towards an era of more and i think of course it's to do with what's going on the inspiration is what what's going on you know, around us, and um, um, people are, are looking into more uh, unity, love, uh, uh, sweetness, uh, naivety, romantic, uh, and that could be, you know, with uh, mixed with edge, but without looking too fake. And I think the return is to that. I, I mean, that makes a lot of sense as you say that the. In the industry that I'm in and watching people want to be more authentic and to be, you know, we'll use the words less fake and just to throw yourself out there. That seems to be, uh, you know, hot and that and it's real. And I think people are drawn to it because it is real. And so that makes sense. I, I mean, I can speak anecdotally when you talk about curls. I have a few friends that were always straight hair. I don't know if they use the relaxers or not. 
and one of which is an on-air TV person. And she um, she actually was Miss Connecticut, like very into the pageantry. And she got on TV a few, a few weeks ago and she wore her natural curls. And I think her social right. media probably blew up because, but she's, that that's another um, instance of people that are using, um, that are going back. I like how you said it. It's like literally and figuratively going back to their roots. Now, I will tell you something I didn't know because I, I do have a little bit of a, a, a curl to my hair is how important the product was and you don't have to use a lot. And I got, um, I'm, as I'm showing, you know, for those of you listening, you're not seeing like I have a bunch of Mordecai's products here with Yarok. Um, the feed, you know, I love how with all your products, this is feed your curls. There's feed your ends and feed your roots. It's because the ingredients you feed your, you could feed yourself with, right? Right. So the, the whole concept was how do we use food ingredients uh, into hair products? And by using food ingredients, you are feeding certain parts of the hair to help you style it. But more so, there are there is a double action to, to the products. While you're using them to style your hair, they can also repair your hair. So, so you're never going to get that dryness after using something for a long time. Oh my God, you are using Feed Your Curls and Feed Your Ends. Those are our, our two most amazing products. And I tell you, um, for example, Feed Your Curls has tons of aloe vera and shea butter. And essential oils is really, really protective to the hair. But at the same time, it gives you this natural soft curl, curl and not make it uh, crunchy. So the other product, I, I don't have it now, I used it up, is the, it was a, um, a thicker, deep conditioner that I think I used once a week. Oh, the mask. Yes. With your moisture mask. That. That's heaven. It is. <laughs> I'm not just saying it because you're here, because you see these products Thank are, are, you. are here. That and. I've, I've always joked around. I always loved my hair. It, yes, it's changed through the years. Some of it, Hey, you know, you get older, it changes, you know, chemotherapy I did years ago, or the fact that they put me into medical menopause 10 years ago, my hair is different, but Hey, you know, my mother loves to remind me that as we age, our hair changes. And so my hair is a lot more dry than it ever was. And I think depending on the climate you live in, I love, this was probably the first kind of and maybe I just didn't use a lot of, of deep um, conditioners that really I felt like my hair was really soft. And I, I do try and take care of it. I don't wash it every day. So it lasted for the week to be that soft before I would do it again. It looks like you are doing the right things though. So a few things about, um, the, the, so a lot of the times the water that we use, the water for, you know, for, that comes from our faucet, it's like, Horrendous. So, you know, using filters can help that. Um, oh, I love this. Keep giving us tips. What do we do when our hair changes yeah, and we age? And, and, and also, by the way, the water that we use in the product, and I think major, besides the, the, the non-toxic uh, uh, use of ingredients, uh, we use, we filter the water that goes into the products. And that's probably number one issue with products. Because imagine now you're bringing water with lots of uh, minerals and, and uh, you know, uh, hard uh, minerals that changes the structure. They would change the structure 
and the ability to perform of the organic things that are in it. So, okay, so we use, we found this system that can like really clean the water before we, uh, we add them to the products. And that maintains like the longevity of the product. And also while it's on your hair, it, you know, it will preserve it and last longer. So, I mean, a big tip is you use something, make sure it's closed. Make, if it's in a clear bottle, most of all of our products are in, in um, opaque bottles, so the light won't hit it. And the, the, when the light hits a product, it changes the structure and it kind of eliminates the, the organic ingredients to perform correctly. Um, so that's, uh, uh, and also like, don't keep them open for too long in the bathroom or while you're showering. And um, I would say, you know, use a little bit of our, our products are so concentrated that you don't need to use a lot of shampoos. You don't need to, you know, everything is, you need to, you know, kind of like feel how your hair behaves and, and listen to it. Um, and um, it takes about two weeks when you switch to organic beauty um, products to perform the way that you are thinking it should be. Okay. And then you said filter. That's a smart idea. I, I'm guessing Home Depot or Amazon would have, or, you know, a local hardware or store the would shower, have yeah. the shower filters. Those can be really helpful because getting a whole house water filtration system, while I desire that's that, crazy. is pretty costly. Yeah. Is costly, but the shower filter, that's a really good idea because like you said, our skin's our biggest organ. So you're showering, you're washing things up, you're, you're using good products, but you've got this other water. I remember, you know, for those who've, who've listened to me for a long time, you know I grew up in the Midwest. I grew up in, in um, Minnetonka, Minnesota, a little a suburb of Minneapolis. And we would come visit my relatives in New York and the water was different. So my hair would look different, right? And I happen to think it looked better, although now it's probably just gotten used to it being out on the East Coast for 23 years. But uh, it, it makes a difference, point being. And then you add in the better products and that will nourish your hair. It'll, it'll, treat, it, it'll treat it differently. So that is great. So uh, as many of you know who know me or have listened to the podcast before, I love to kind of wind down our conversation talking about gratitude because it is something that has, it's, it's so little, but yet has had a huge influence on my life. And, you know, if you're listening for the first time, uh, the story is I, I go out and I, I give um, speeches throughout I guess, the country where I talk about wellness, I talk about resilience. And at one of these events, somebody handed me a gratitude journal. So I come home, I tell my son about it. It's late at night. And he's like, ooh, you know, he's nine years old. And so he wants to stay up later. And so he's like, oh, mommy, tell me about it. So I'm like, oh, why don't we go and crawl in bed and we'll um, oh, tell me what you're grateful for today and we'll write it down. So we started doing that for a few nights and I caught on to what he was doing, right? So <laughs> I, I, but then I thought like, this is a really nice conversation. So why don't we do it? He had just gotten one of those like Fitbit wristbands and it had a timer on it and how many steps he would take. So we turned off the light. He'd click the timer. Okay, mommy, you have two minutes. Tell me what you're grateful for and why. And he had to go last so he could always outdo me to tell me what he was grateful for and why. And the kicker was in that day. You couldn't just say, I'm grateful for my house. I'm grateful for um, my health, which those are all big, wonderful things. We wanted to take something specific. And 
as we continued to do this day in, day out, I realized for both of us, we were looking around our day. As the day was going on, we were looking for good things that were happening. And then we were coming back and taking like note of it together. And it became such a positive experience. Now, fast forward now, he's 15 years old. Do we do this every day? Absolutely not. Although sometimes in the car, it'll be quiet. He's probably on his phone. And I'll be like, hey, bud, will you play the grateful game with me? Just do me a favor for a second. What are you grateful for and why? And then we go back to you've got this habit, a positive habit. Now, mind you, I will always say, do I think that the, my mindfulness routine, this is mine, gratitude, has cured my cancer? No, I'm living with stage four cancer. Do I think it's helped me at times heal, that it's brought a smile to my face? As we said at the top of this interview, like the exchange that Mordecai and I had when we were emailing each other back and forth about this interview, it's like just these little things that make you happy, that bring a smile to your face, bring good energy and can help your day feel a little better. And so that is why I believe in gratitude. And that is why I'd like to ask you whether you, um, whether it's you want to talk about your son and something that made you grateful today or whether you want to talk about something that's gone on in the last few days, what are you grateful for and why? First, Karen, I wanted to say that gratitude, um, the day that you emailed me about, uh, you know, the, this interview and, and then I saw the gratitude section I received in the mail. But I mean, that that moment, I opened also the mail and I received a gratitude card. It says, I think I have it here. And it's here, I have it. <laughs> <laughs> and I wow that was wow. the same day and it was from um, God Loves We Deliver because I do volunteer a lot there uh, wow and, uh, and uh, yeah it's a huge thing and like you know I mean everything we read and everything it's it's about how do you uh, observe how do you really understand the gratitude that comes towards you which changes the entire picture of the day or the year. And more you think like that, that's what you attract more. And um, I have to say, like, I am, uh, I have so much gratitude to my son. Um, this soul kind of like helped me become a better person every minute of the day. So he doesn't even know it. But, it's wild, but, right? But, but it's so crazy because everything he tells me, everything, uh, I'm like, the you know, he's like my mirror. It's like, um, then I'm like, oh, okay, I need to improve on that. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, he's right. I should, you know, say that. And so so it, I'm so thankful to him. First of all, I I think that I'm, my childhood is re reinvented in front of you know in front of me and uh, through him and this soul just makes me so happy well and we could go a whole nother direction down that lane of so many times the older we get we're set in our ways and now that we've been I don't want to say old because I'm not old but now that we've spent 30 years working and in our whatever we are in our routines sometimes you lose that imagination that's very that comes from our our childhood. And so having a child, being around children a lot can help 
make you more creative again, can help you think in a different way or not think so that other things come to you. So to your point, maybe that's part of the beauty of parenting. And by the way, we have a whole nother story and maybe we come to another podcast episode about your story and how, um, and how beautiful it is that you wanted to be a father, you made it happen and that, you know, single fatherhood is, is a beautiful gift you can give yourself if you want it. And, and there's a path to that. So stay tuned. I think that's a good idea, but uh, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I am so grateful that we've reconnected. I am so like, this has been such a joy for me to have this conversation and to share it with the world. And and for those of you who are listening that want to learn more, want to follow website is Yarok Hair. Dot com, correct? Y-A-R-O-K.com. I will put it in the show notes. And there's been a few other things that we've talked about, um, you know, throughout this time that I will include in the show notes as well. I think, uh, you know, I think that's fun and it's informative and whatever reason that you're listening to us today, thank you so much for being here because it's, it, um, I hope that we're bringing some inspiration and information and it's also an opportunity um, to I believe to bring joy into the world, whatever you're going through. Cause I know life is hard uh, for many of us. And so um, that is why happiness through whatever hardship you're going through means something to me and hopefully to you as well. So um, if you're listening and you like it, please tell your friends, please give us a review um, and whatever you do, I'm, I'm wishing you the best, lots of happiness and great health. So bye for now, everyone. One more thing, I would be so grateful if you'd take a minute to rate, review, and subscribe. You leaving a review helps us with our podcast ranking. The higher we are ranked, the more people can discover our show. Thank you so much for joining us today. I'm sending you lots of happiness and great health.